You're at the Coaching Inn, 3D Coaching's virtual pub where we enjoy conversations with people who are engaged in the world of coaching. Hello and welcome. It's Claire here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Coaching Inn. My colleague today is Coach Mike White from Shropshire in the UK. And I invited him to the coaching in because he wrote a brilliant LinkedIn post about uh, tools and techniques called It's All About Partnering. So we ended up having a conversation and I said, let's talk. So, Mike, welcome to a conversation where we can talk. Thank you so much, Claire. It's, it's lovely to be here and uh, lovely to, to meet up with you again. We haven't sp- spoken for a while, so uh, Indeed. Good, to be, good to be together. <laughs> It's a good albeit, way, isn't albeit, it? Albeit via video. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a good way yeah. to have the virtual coffee we've been promising each other for the uh, last yeah. few years. <laughs> good call, good call. Yes. I, well, I've got tea today. Anyway, there you are. <laughs> Me too. But it's all right. We have non-alcoholic drinks at the Coaching Inn. Perfect. So tell us, Mike, a bit about your coaching journey. Okay. Well, um, I start, I'll start where I am now, actually, because I've been coaching independently, sole trading as a coach. Mike White Coaching is my uh, sole traded, trading name um, for about eight years now, actually. And um, most of my work is through associateships. I work with three associateships. It's all about leadership, though, and that's not necessarily top table stuff. That could be people at the beginning of their leadership journey or in the middle of it or in transition or whatever um so yeah some associate work that i do and i'm also working i am actually working with a couple of um organizations with senior with senior leaders as well so i do i'm doing a kind of broad a broad stroke of stuff really um but always in and around uh, leadership development that's the kind of okay. i know, I know that's a niche or it's just a, it's just what what I, I felt comfortable with and the work i'm doing um, it, uh, because I, I came out of 25 years in the voluntary and community sector. Yeah. And um, that's kind of where, where I kind of started when I stepped into the world of coaching, following my passion. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm still working a fair bit in the, in the voluntary sector, voluntary community sector, but also within the working with people in local authorities. Um, um, and, and yeah, co- kind of connected areas, I guess. That's the, that's the way I've Put it i suppose that's my kind of that's where i'm that's, that's where you'll find me i guess okay yeah. fantastic mm. and you've just retired left passed on the shropshire coaches group which you started mike it's um it, it, you're absolutely right and it's uh but it, it, it's good it, i think that the, the the retirement date is the 31st the 31st of march okay cool. <laughs> uh, so but yeah i forgot, i'd forgotten about that um yeah uh i set up we moved to South Shropshire about eight years ago. There's a kind of, kind of, there's a kind, of time, kind of time reference there, and I got I was kind of lonely professionally and socially, I guess, in a sense. And there was nothing around at all, so I kind of thought, well, I'll 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 set something up. And I started to have some conversations through a couple of connections. Um, and there was a, there was a quite a famous um, coffee shop incident where the three or four of us that were interested in doing this got together, and I think I stepped forward and said, okay. Um, we'll try it. We'll see, we'll see what happens. And a few months later, we held our first meeting. It was in March 2016, I think it was. Um, and about half a dozen people came to that. And what I'm actually handing over now is a is a group that's grown to around 40 around 40 people. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got some four members that are going to um, 
carry on, tick on the baton. Um, thank you. And, and carry on the legacy, really, because we've done a lot of stuff over the six years, mainly, largely through the CPD for coaches lens, I would, yeah. I would, call, I would call it, basically. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it, Mike, that mm. you feeling professionally lonely yeah. eight years ago has led to a, such a great group, including the likes, I understand, of Sarah Klein and Caroline Quaife, who've been here at the Coaching Inn as well. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're right, indeed. Yeah, it's um, and it, what I found was when we, of course, in the early days, sorry, in the first few years, first, I don't know, what is it, first four years or so, whatever it was, the um, it was always about face to face. That was the kind of thing. That was the thing that brought people together. Yeah. And and what I found out very very quickly was actually this is something that we want to do as well. We want to be face to face. Having said that. Over the last couple of years, the group has indeed survived, not exclusively, but largely through um, the virtual media. We've kind of we've adapted and kept together and kept kept the faith, if you will, if you will. And of course, the current leadership group are now um, beginning to think around what would it look like if we took took the if we went back to the face to face arena. So I, I, I'm I feel confident that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime this year and. Uh, yeah, as I keep saying to people, I'm not actually, I'm not, I'm not retiring as such. I'm, I, I'm retiring as leader, but I'm going to, I'm continuing the group yeah. because I need, you know, I need and I want that um, professional connection, essentially yeah. locally, locally, if you like. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And what a delight that you're able to pass that on. Well, indeed, <clears throat> indeed. And, and, um, and it looks, you know, certainly at the moment, it looks as if it's going to be some of the, well, quite a bit of the kind of same kinds of things. So we, we, we've worked up, We've tried various things over the years, and uh, the model, or the, the approach that we've got, seems to be one that's, that's going to continue to work. So, Fantastic. See, what, let's see where it goes next. Let's see where it goes next. That's mm. great news. That's great mm. news and yeah. encouragement to people who might think about starting a chapter somewhere else, a local yeah. group. Yeah. If yeah. if they too are looking for connections. So, yeah, thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Mike, mm. tools and techniques. <laughs> mm. so it sounds it sounds maybe sounds a bit dry but um as i um yeah i guess i guess that that's a question that kind of takes me to so how where does this come from and thank you for your uh, um appreciation of my linkedin post that was a little bit further down the track but one thing I haven't mentioned so far, because I've forgotten about it, I, I've, I've been working as a mentor coach for yes. um, and for about eighteen months or so, and I guess more recent development is I, I've I've now completed the ICE. It's got a wonderful title: the ICF PCC Marker Assessor Program, an online program. I thoroughly recommend it if you want to go deep dive into. I'm doing PC, it too. P, P, yeah, yes, I think you did. Thank you did say that to me. Yeah, indeed. And and so, so how I got into this was. Um, of course, it always comes through from from my work, from work with clients. And I was in, a, I was running a session with a thinker. Um, I don't know, month, maybe a couple of months ago, and they were talking about about struggling with learning, really, and how they capture their learning or how they reflect on the learning. And as as they were, and then they said something like, "Um, I need, what I need is some kind of structure, Mike." And what just popped into my head was. Have you tried Cole's learning cycle? And they had heard of it, but had completely forgotten about it. And I said, "Well, basically, it works like this. Would you like to try?" And that, and then we, then in in the moment, we did a we 
we, we, we worked around, you know, from what was the experience, reflection, conclusion, and, and what are you going to do next kind of stuff. And they really got it and said, and then said, well, actually, I'm going to take that away and I'm going to use that as the way, as the structure. And that got me into thinking, so where's that, that's come through. And I'd read something in the wonderful guide that comes with the program I've just been talking around. Um, something about um, partnering and presence and about, about making sure that, that as coaches, what we're doing is we're work, working in partnership in a way that means that the client chooses what happens next in the session. In, and this is the key thing, including tools and techniques. Yeah. I'd read that somewhere. I, had to, I really have to look it up. <laughs> and I took it to supervision. I've, I've been working with a, with a supervisor for, well, for, forever, basically for about the last 10 years, um, a lady called Claire Palmer. The wonderful and, Yeah, well, I've, 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 I forgot the title, forgive me. <laughs> and, 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 she, and, she's, and she's amazing. She's an amazing person. And, and we, we sat there one day over, again, over video, of course, and we just couldn't, we couldn't quite remember where it, where it came from. Anyway, I, I, I did a, I said, this sounds like a bit of a kind of desk research project for me. And I'm into this kind of stuff at the moment anyway. Okay, so I'm a bit of a, maybe I'm a bit of a geek at the moment. But anyway, I was into, into finding out where is it? And I managed to pin it down through the document. And I also said to Claire Palmer, um, I think this feels like something I could write something about. And what came out when I did the research was, and this is where the title came from, I guess, for the LinkedIn post, was um, it's all about partnering. And um, yeah, it, it, it uh, and then, as you said, at the top of the podcast, you, Claire, you said, um, you picked up on it and said this might be something interesting for people to to kind of talk around. But mm. I guess I guess the essence of it for me, yeah, it, it is about be, the coach being responsive. That's the kind of thing that comes across, yeah. And and the, and then it's a particular development, a particular angle on this partnering piece that that, that is that is dotted throughout the PCC uh, marker comp competencies. And um, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's been about responsive. I think it is about, and this is this was my kind of learning. And I was kind of expressing this through the LinkedIn post. Really, it was about, um, yeah, a response. You know, a, a search for a, for a structure. It was about the um, uh, the offer of a potential approach. It was an, an offer. It was about well, let's just try it. Not with not with kind of going in with all the theory that sits behind the cold learning cycle, for example, because that's kind of it's just kind of too heavy. And then, then, yeah, let's just try it and see what happens. And then responding to the feedback that you get from the client in terms of, well, I got, it sounds, that sounds great. Um, and um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I got, that's kind of where I got to really in terms of uh, the experience and the supervision yes. and, the, and the LinkedIn and, and sharing and, and now this conversation really. That is so interesting because if you <laughs> go back to what you said right at the beginning mm -hmm. about what happened in the coaching. My question is always who started it? And you described the person that you were coaching started it because like they said something like, if only I had a structure. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. Because for me, so they started it. So that's partnership, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, I think that's what I would reckon. I, that's I'd, that's what I would recognise as partnership in, in a coaching in in the, in the moment in the coaching. Not something that's I've kind of brought to the session as the coach. Yeah. It's something that that has that has come in response to the client. And um, yeah, that's what I understand. And and it, it connects with this piece. And it's 
again, people might want to look this up, but I'm pretty sure I'm talking here about um, marker five, maintains presence. I'm talking about the, um, the, the uh, sorry, competency five, I beg your pardon. I'm talking yeah. about 5.3, the marker, which, and I haven't got it in front of me, but it, it talks about ensuring, partnering and ensuring, I'm paraphrasing, para, partnering ensuring that the, that, that the client chooses what happens to, in the session. And then it says something like including the use of tools and techniques. Yeah. And that's where the kind of language comes from. Yeah. And it mm. also says, keep on. on checking in. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I, th I think for me, there's a question about timing for me, because I think sometimes the coach thinks, oh, that might be a useful lens or something to offer at this stage. Mm -hmm. And I think the danger is when you start asking questions to test the hypothesis about whether the tool that you're thinking about is the right one to use in the moment. Because at that point, you've lost connection with them because you're now checking out the usefulness of your tool inside yourself and they don't know that. So what you're doing is leading and steering as you're just che checking out if you're going to introduce something. And I think the art is to offer early. So it might be to say, oh, that's interesting. How are we going to do that? Because mm. I've got a bit of a shape that we could look at if that's useful and really do it in a way where they've got permission to say no. Because I think the danger in partnering is when we think we're asking permission, but actually the only answer to the permission question is yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah, so it's a it's in, es in essence the asking is a is a close question. So you, you're getting what you're going to get back is yes is yeah. well yeah well it's a kind of a defined it's a it's a projection or a, a yeah a, as you say a leading closed question. Yes, or which I would which doesn't feel like partnership to me. So yeah, yeah. I would say Mike, it can be a closed question in spirit, even if it's even mm. if the words sound like an open question. Mm. Mm. So if I say, what should we do now? And the tone of what I, of the way I say that is, because I've got a really good idea and I think we should do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, that will be not received. That will be received with it. Okay. Mm. And then they follow us. Mm. And, and that's the other thing, isn't it, about this? Who's leading and who's following? And are we walking together? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And as you're, as you're saying that, I'm thinking it's you, you describe it as an art, and it's, just, it's kind of a, it's the coach skill as well. And you know, I'm I'm not here to say I've got it I get it right every time. I'm by in fact the absolute opposite. <laughs> I say what I'm doing. I'm work, I, I hope yeah, like like a lot of coaches, I'm, I'm like other coaches. I'm sure I'm working towards that point of excellence, that place of that place where where I can I can yeah say and feel. And be authentic as a coach, as a as a partnering coach. Yeah. Mm. In a, a <clears throat> podcast and a blog post the other day, I shared somebody's diagram about rest. I don't know if you saw it. It was a spirally thing about about exhaustion. Mm -hmm. And what I wrote in the blog as a result of that was how interesting it is that if you just show somebody a picture, 
sometimes it just makes so much sense for them. You don't really need to say anything. They just go, oh, yeah, now this is what we need to go. Uh, right, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I think offering a diagram sometimes is a, and, and when I used to do face-to-face, I often had in my bag uh, the picture of Cartman's drama triangle and would just say to people, as you're talking, I'm hearing a lot of language around victim, persecutor, rescuer. I wonder if this picture makes some sense, if that's useful. So no teaching. So I think the, I think the issue about tools and techniques is, the, is that there's a very fine line, isn't there, between offering so they make sense, what you did, in the, in the session that started off this conversation, which is offering because they've asked for it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus turning it into a teaching session mm-hmm. where the focus moves away from the thinker thinking and moves to the coach teaching. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and, 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 and yeah, as I was saying earlier on, um, I didn't really give any. I didn't, I didn't give any explanation of goals cycle, you know, and it's stuff that, yeah. you know, in a, in a former past life, um, that would be the focus of a, I don't know, a half hour or an hour in a set in a in a in a in a in a, in a workshop in a learning workshop sort of stuff. But that's not what we're doing here. That's that's the way I think about it. It's not. It's that's not what this is about. Um, it is about, yeah. It, no, I guess it's what's popped in my head though is it's about not getting in the this kind of classic thing was about not getting in not yourself getting in the way of the client and also not getting the tool in the way of the client and indeed the client's thinking that's the way I would think about it um, yeah giving that yeah it's that safe space for for people to step into and explore it for themselves as yeah. you know holding resourceful people the holding resourceful people that they are yeah. <laughs> that's the way I think about it yeah, so it's something about offering, isn't it? It's something about lightness and it's something about permission and it's something about checking in. And I think abandoning when it's done its good work. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Letting go. But it, because and, and knowing that is at the point at which that's when the client lets, lets go. They, they, I've, I've used that and, I've, and, I've, and I, I've got what I want from it. And either it's, and, and whatever so it could be actually that was completely useless or actually um and I've, I've i've heard that from clients or um i don't get it or yeah actually in this instance i've described um actually that was really useful i'm going to use that going forward and and the way also the, the, the light touch stuff you talk about um and if people read read my um linkedin post written I, part of my research was uh, um, I went to my go-to simple approach, which is by one uh, Claire Pedrick, simplifying <laughs> coaching, and it's, I think it's about page sixty-five, sixty-six. And you talk oh about my goodness. Mo- you, you talk about. I said I was a geek. <laughs> you talk about pages. Sorry, you talk about you, you talk about in there. You talk about models. Yeah, and that was that's the other thing that was kind of thing that where this learning journey around this kind of took me. Really, I was thinking, well, what tools and techniques? So, what are we talking about? And I, I had some conversations with various coaches in various within various co- contexts, and what emerged is 
well, for me, is that actually the language of tools and techniques, and it's the language that comes from the competencies that we have, you know, ICF competency. I, I came to I came to to a, to a conclusion really that actually it, it it's it's kind of a it's a kind of TNT you know tools and techniques it's a kind of it's a kind of convenient shorthand for a whole bunch of other things because when I started to talk to people about you know or and I was talking to one person about somatic coaching and I said would you would you regard this as a tool and technique and they came back and said well actually Mike no it's much more about it's more much more a way of being and doing. Yeah, and, I, and and then other people want to talk about the, the approach they take. Um, it, it's it's a it's a system of change. It's an approach. Other people say actually, it, yeah, technique does work. Some people saying to me, yeah, yeah, no, actually, you talk about coal. Well, that's a model, and it's a bit of a kind of a rabbit a rabbit hole, really, in a sense, because you go round and round around that. But then what you come to, well, I'm sorry, what I came to was, it doesn't really matter what we call it. Um, it, it, the, the language of tool, TNT, as I call it, tool and techniques, is, is is a convenient shorthand for a whole bunch of different things that we do, different ways that we can work with clients. And you know, Claire, yourself, you you talked you talked in that uh, LinkedIn post about let, maybe it's about lenses, you know, um, or perspectives, or what you know, or prisms, or what, what or whatever. The thing I kept coming back to. And from feedback from my coaching colleagues I spoke to around this was actually it doesn't really matter what we call it. It, it what it what does matter is it's in it's in service of the client. Whatever we're doing is in service of the client, and that that's that kind of central thing really. You know the the labeling stuff, labeling or the or the the language that we're using around this. Yeah. Um, tools tools and techniques. Okay, that's, that's what ICF used. Fair enough. Um, it, it but it is about that service stuff. The yeah, serving, serving the client. Yeah. And and it's about please check in a lot. And it's about not feeling that we have to complete what we started. You know that quiz show? Yeah. Oh, the UK quiz show, isn't it? In Mastermind. And they go, I've started, so I'll finish. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, that's right. <laughs> and I think I noticed that quite a lot. I can remember being somewhere. Uh, and I was, it was a training course. I was the thinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somebody else was working with me and they decided to do that gestalt chair work thing and invite me to sit in other chairs Mm -hmm. and they went now sit in that chair and be this person and now sit in that chair and be this person and and in the end I I lost my capacity to go please can we stop this because it's not working for me and in the end I sat there and I said I don't even know who I am because <laughs> because they were moving me around to be rep, all sorts of things. And what I meant was this exercise is so complicated that I've completely lost the plot about what is meant to be happening here. And they went, you see, I think that's the issue, Claire. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you are. And I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> no, right. <clears throat> You've just made me do an exercise that I think probably in the first chair, the first question gave me a little bit of insight, but now you're just just forcing me to do this chair hopping thing, and I've totally lost. I don't understand yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, that is replicated with some tools mm-hmm. where the coach feels uh, they want to respect and honour the tool, 
And the price of that is that partnership is impacted. So I can absolutely believe you. I never was coached by that person again because I would not go in a small group with them mm-hmm. because that was just horrible, horrible, mm-hmm. because it was it wasn't partnership. It was being something was being done to me and somebody was making me do stuff that I didn't want to do and not giving me permission, not asking me if I wanted to keep doing it. And then you just you get into this following thing, don't you? You go, this isn't yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and the thing that popped into my head as you were talking um, there, it, it sounded like the, the, the coach in this instance, because they stepped you through all the, not only did they step you through all the, all the, um, the stages of the, or the steps in the, in the tool uh, to get to, to, as you say, to honour or to serve the, the, the process or the tool, whatever. Yeah. At the end of it, then they, then they say, they then they say, well, that's the point. You don't know yourself. So they're, what they're doing there is they're, they're offering a diagnosis. Oh. <laughs> yes. That's what, popped, that's what popped into my head. So rather than saying, well, what I notice here is they say, all right, if once you've done these five things, then I can tell you exactly what's wrong with you <laughs> or hey, what's right with you or who you are. <laughs> and I said, I said that out of humor because I was trying not to go. This is a really bad exercise for me. So rather than being judgy, I was trying to be a bit light and go, I don't think I know who I am. Yeah. So there's something, isn't there, where if they'd done that and after the first chair, they'd said, do you want to try a different one? Right. And I could have gone, yeah, okay. And then in the second one, I think was when it started to go wrong. And then they say, do you want to try another one? And I'll go, no, thanks. Yeah. And then they um, say, so now what do we need to do? And then we'd work it out together. But it was the fact that I that it turned from yeah. probably a good idea that probably came from something they saw or heard or sensed mm-hmm. into a it felt abusive. I really have to honestly say it felt abusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you describe you know, from one chair to another chair with the, with, with the, as you say, if the coach had been offering you the next chair, then that brings us right back to the coach, um, sorry, the client choosing what happens next in the session. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's exactly what that's about. Yeah. All the time, <laughs> which kind of brings us back to checking in, doesn't it? Because I, mm. I noticed how little most coaches check in and I also notice that when they check in it's usually a version of am I any good Mm. and not a version of do you want to keep doing this or should we do something else Mm. is this useful Mm. how are we getting on those kind of things and and really interestingly when I work with aspiring MCCs it's almost always the thing that moves us from quite a long way away to very nearly there. But what surprises me, I don't know what you think from the the coaching you hear, but what surprises me is how absent it is, which makes me wonder whether either it's not taught in training or it's not picked up as being almost the most important thing about partnership Mm. Mm. 
because it's so very much not present so very much of the time and yet if you look at the ICF competencies the one is it three that says establishing and maintaining agreements yeah it talks about checking in in one of its really big important points yeah yeah and as you describe that my response to your question around what I see is I think it's I think in some ways it's the it's the challenge of understanding and actioning what's what's going on in that competency we call maintaining presence. Yeah, it's it's that it's that it's that piece um, because it's 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 to do to me. I keep going back to this. It's to it's to do with how the coach is responding to where the client is in that in the moment. So that's my, that's in a sense, Claire. That's my version of what you're saying in terms of checking in. You can you're responding to you. The only the only way you're going to be able to do that is to check in to find out where where people where people are at. To 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 use well to use all your senses, including your hearing, including your your you know what you're seeing in front of you, to find a way. Sorry to 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 be to be clear in terms of yeah where you're where your client is at in the moment and where they and, and this other question and where do you want so where do you want to go next where are you where do you want to go next are two of the kind of really powerful ones that um questions we can ask in this context i think yeah and it's about relinquishing power isn't it apparently <laughs> what i love about these podcasts is i've no idea what i say and then somebody went you said this on the podcast and then i write it down i think oh that's interesting apparently i said <laughs> It's about not being in control and it's about not being out of control. Mm. And I think there's something around presence that's quite Mm. scary for most of us Mm. about being in that space where we're not in control Mm. and being confident enough that we're also not out of control. Mm. And I wonder whether there's a fear that when we check in, we might wobble the thinker because it sounds as though we don't know what we're doing so there's something about how about tone isn't there and how do we Mm. how do we check in in a way that maintains their confidence in the process Mm. without scaring them witless (laughs) yeah yeah I think I I I think the other the other thing that comes up for me there is it's about I've heard I've heard you talk about this it probably was in a podcast Claire but about being attentive yeah it's this so that that takes me again is another way into this what are we doing when we're in quote maintaining presence we're actually being being we're actually being attentive we're actually we're we're completely focused and attuned with where the client is which is perhaps a way of stepping into that scary place about checking in because if you if you're that lined up with with your client or your in your thinker then it maybe didn't maybe it's not quite so scary to just say so where are we now yeah that's that's that kind of the kind of stuff that comes up for me there mm. yeah and where are we now is where we disagree with the icf because they would like to say where are you now yes but i think uh that when you say where are you now we've suddenly split ourselves and we've stepped right away mm. Mm. um so mm. i'm happy for people that i mentor to get feedback that they should have said where are you now when mm. they said where are we now but I also notice they get scored high on presence, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of the things that um, one of the reflections when I've been thinking around this area, you know, from this 
as I say, from an experience to supervision to a LinkedIn post is it is um, it's yeah, you know, it's a it's a it's a personal thing. A thing for it's a personal thing for me, but I regard the competencies as a, um, a, a signpost along the along our journey as coaches. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I, uh, I don't know how ICF would respond to this, but I don't see the competencies as a destination. They're a point, they're a point, I don't know whether a point, maybe a point of departure when you first encounter them, but they're there and they're alongside all the, the work, all the, all the work we do. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we don't, we, they, they, I suppose they create the, they create the place, the words create the place for the dialogue, which is kind of like what we're doing here, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, yeah that, that's why that's the way I think about it. And they create the mood for the things that we need to look out for. Um, mm. I'm a little bit of the way through another book, and it's about the underneath things that underpin the competencies that aren't the competencies at all, because it's actually what's underneath them that matters a lot. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. So useful signposts. That's a great place probably to bring our conversation towards the end Mike because yeah because <laughs> we don't want anyone to think my goodness we've just thrown the rule book at you <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> not at all it's yeah. like isn't it when you learn to drive and they I can remember learning to drive although I think my kids were taught differently and I was told go into first gear then go into second gear mm-hmm. this is for the this is for the non-automatic drivers amongst us then go into third gig then go into fourth gear and then you discover when you start driving that actually going from second to fourth is quite useful quite often Mm -hmm. but they didn't tell you that was okay but you kind of make it your own Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's also true about making the ICF competences your own Mm -hmm. the other thing I was just as you were saying that as well um, in terms of in terms of my own journey as a coach and I guess in terms of coach's journey is that tools and techniques feature um very feature very you know, kind of center, front and front and center at the beginning of your co- coaching journey yeah um and they're very very important i mean they're very often the things that the that the training you mentioned earlier on is is kind of based around but um and as you develop your experience as a coach certainly my experiences have been they be they, they become they become kind of absorbed into um into your style into the way mm. in which you are as a coach they don't they're not quite so uh, what's the word um explicit i guess in a sense yeah. and somebody one of the people i was talking to um said to me when when i sense that i that i'm, I'm when i sense that the, the tool is being I'm, I'm using a tool in a kind of bolt-on way I realized that it actually they're not part of me being present. So yeah. I know what they were saying, they were kind of saying it, it kind of, it's, it's been, it's absorbed so much in the fact, in the sense that it, it, it just becomes part of who they are and how they're being, how they're being and doing as a coach. That's, yeah. that's a really interesting way of putting it actually. But, uh, Come with empty pockets. Mm. Yeah. I, I worked with a mental coach when I was going for my <laughs> MCC years ago and Uh, He was an NLP practitioner, but you would never have known because there was nothing in his pocket. Mm, mm, Yeah. 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 What I encountered was what was inside him. Mm. And that's different, isn't it? Mm. So if you had one thing, Mike, as we finish that you could say to our listeners about 
this partnership subject, what would it be? Um, I would encourage people to, um, I, yeah, I would just say it. I would just say it. I would encourage people to be responsive and to be and and to and to check in. That's the, those are the kind of that's the, and I think that's what's coming out of this conversation. Yeah. Uh, um, and yeah, the competencies are there. The yeah, signposts, handrails, sometimes described as to help us, but they're not the end of the story. And and what's yeah. much much more what's much more important um, is the learning that comes from practice um, in the moment with clients. Um, which is where you're really going to get into being a, in a place of partnership. That's the way Absolutely. That's the way I would describe it. Thank you. So how do people get in touch with you, Mike, if they want to carry on the conversation? Well, yeah, I, um, yeah, direct message me on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Um, and um, I don't have a website, um, but um, my email, mike at mikewhitecoaching.com. So... That's interesting, isn't it? So I'm going to put your LinkedIn details in the show notes so people can make that connection. But I just want to say that to our listeners. Mike doesn't have a website. So not every coach needs to have a website because there are <laughs> other ways of doing marketing. FYI, just saying. So Agree with you totally. <laughs> Indeed. Somebody indeed. has taken a deep breath and gone, Oh, good. Thank goodness for that. Um, somebody else has gone, but I rather like my website. And that's also OK. That's cool. I guess that's cool. my thinking as you're talking is, is I just want to share with our listeners that quote from Jung that said, learn your theories as well as you can and put them aside when you tr when you touch the miracle of the living soul. Wow. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, Mike White, thank you for coming. I'm Claire Pedrick, and you've been at the Coaching Inn. Bye-bye. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, we'd love you to share the podcast with a friend or leave a comment on social media. And if you'd like to become a regular at the Coaching Inn, you can subscribe on Podbean and all major podcast channels. We look forward to welcoming you next time. You've been listening to The Coaching Inn. 3D Coaching's virtual pub. For more information, check out 3dcoaching.com.